Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic. When I can, I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to The Wrong Cat Died, the podcast breakdown of the cat's catastrophe. We met our dad cat in episode one. Next up is our cat mom, Jenny Any Dots. Cue the intro music. There's a cat over here. There's a cat over there. And the wrong one died. And the wrong one died. Welcome to The Wrong Cat Died, the podcast breakdown of the cat's catastrophe. Let's talk about our motherly figure, Jenny Any Dots. Just like all these crazy cats, I'm going to get super tired of saying Jenny Any Dots. So from here on out, we're calling her Jenny. If you had any doubts about how weird this show is, Jenny is about to blow your mind. But before we get into the weirdness, let's discuss who is Jenny. Jenny is bipolar. Basically, Jenny's the lazy cat sleeping and doing absolutely nothing of value during the day. But at night, Jenny's the mom getting everything in order. The song follows that same bipolar style with Monkish Trap singing the daytime life in a slow narrative, while her nighttime life is sung by three cats who I don't even know who they are. I'm pretty sure one of them is Taylor Swift. It's pretty clear that the cats have mixed reviews on her, But some seem really excited to see her, while others are a little less excited. So what do we know about Jenny? Jenny works the graveyard shift after sleeping all day, but at night, she is running the show as mom. She's teaching mice crocheting and tatting. Um, I don't know what tatting is. I don't know if anyone knows what tatting is. I initially thought that she was teaching mice how to ink prison tattoos on cats, but I can't imagine that's what Andrew Lloyd Webber actually had in mind. I have to assume it's something like knitting. I don't know, but the visual of Jenny Any Dots teaching mice how to ink teardrops under Rum Tug Tugger's eye is a visual I really want to have. We get a costume change mid-song where Jenny goes from the crazy-looking grandma in a monster fur coat at the mall doing a mall walking routine to a slightly inappropriately dressed mom in a skimpy outfit at a PTA meeting. Either way, after she teaches the mice and gets into that skimpy outfit, we learn she also teaches cockroaches. She claims that they just need employment to prevent from destroyment. This is one of the few times the song actually rhymes, so I'm going to ignore the idea of finding cockroaches jobs. The song culminates with this monster tap dance number with Jenny and all the cockroaches. It's a monster tap dance number for two reasons. It's extremely well done, so it's a monster, but it's also a monster because it has human-sized cockroaches. If you're a New Yorker like me, you're probably terrified of them, and it's one of your biggest fears. Seeing human-sized cockroaches is one of the many things in this play that will haunt your nightmares. The tap dance ends with the cat singing, For She's a Jolly Good Fellow, and then the number just is over. 
It's a little out of place, but that's how the song ends. Just like the song ends anticlimactically, so is this section. Let's dig into how Jenny Anydot's song differs from the poem in the book. The song stays pretty true with the lazy moments being slightly shortened, but nearly identical. The book also covers her work with mice and cockroaches. But where it differs is it goes into way more details. We already know that she teaches the mice to crochet and tat, but the poem goes even further. We learn that Jenny feels the mice aren't quiet due to their irregular diet. She goes to remedy this situation by cooking the mice cake of bread and dried peas along with a beautiful fry of lean bacon and cheese. Again, T.S. Eliot rhymes a lot better. I don't know about you, but the mice seem like they're in a retirement community. They're crocheting and tatting during the day and eating bread cake and dried peas at night. If these mice aren't already 90, they will be soon. I know that this is a podcast, but the poems are accompanied by some incredible drawings. Jenny is standing in front of a composer stand showing mice how to crochet, but it actually just looks like she's playing with a ball of yarn. A cat with a ball of yarn. Brilliant move, T.S. Eliot. Let's dig into some real and fictional characters of Jenny Anydots. Jenny's bipolar nature makes her a natural Jekyll and Hyde, but I want to focus on her momness and cover a few TV and movie moms that she really reminds me of. The first is the obvious one, Mrs. Molly Weasley. She's a redheaded mom who takes pride in cooking food for everyone that comes around. She also keeps the entire Weasley family in order, teaching all of her children. She wears some beat up clothes, which feels very similar to the intro coat that Jenny starts in. Plus. I can definitely picture her being super lazy when she becomes an empty nester. So she has a little Jenny Annie dots during the day in her future. If Molly Weasley was the pre-costume change Jenny, then Peggy Bundy with From Married with Children is definitely the post-costume change. She is constantly in slightly inappropriate outfits. Peggy is notorious for being super lazy and epitomizes everything of Jenny's daytime life. She spends most of her day sitting on the couch watching soap operas just like Jenny sleeps all day. Plus, I remember Peggy had a weird ability to play the accordion, which feels a little out of place, just like when Jenny busts out a full tap dance number out of nowhere with cockroaches. Shifting gears a little bit, let's go to a classic TV mom who has some Jenny tendencies. What about June Cleaver from Leave it to Beaver? She definitely gives off some Jenny vibes. She has a bunch of hobbies like needle pointing and cake decorating, which definitely feels like crocheting and tatting. And the Beaver House is also filled mostly with British furnishings, which makes sense since the original Jenny production is from the UK. And my last TV mom, and one of my favorite TV moms of all time, it's a little bit of a stretch for Jenny, but stick with me, is Jill Taylor from Home Improvement. Jill is the saving grace for that family, keeping everything in order by teaching the three sons to be actual functioning human adults with their insane father. She can't cook, but the part that really stuck out to me for Jenny is the anniversary episode towards the end of the second season. Tim can't dance to save his life, but they go to a ballroom dancing teacher to learn. Jill was a natural, which makes me think that she would totally crush a cockroach-infested tap dance number at the end of a random Tool Time episode. Welcome to the Internet Rumor Mill. Jenny Anydots' rumor is a little light, but let's tackle the couple pieces I can find. First thing I found was that Judy Dench, who was going to play the old Deuteronomy in the movie, was actually slated to play Jenny Anydot in the original UK production. I wonder if she's going to give Rebel Wilson any pointers. I didn't see any rumors on Jenny being certain cats' moms, but based on the rumors from Old Deuteronomy, I'd be really surprised if that's not the case, so I'm going to start that rumor. She has to be the mother of a handful of these kittens, right? My best guess is Mungo Jerry and Teaser, 
they're definitely got to be your offspring, and we'll get to them in a later episode where I'll kind of explain why. The last rumor I found is the one that I told you I know nothing about, which is that Jenny Anidots is a Gemini. So I mentioned in episode one, I don't know squat about astrology. But since there's really not that many rumors, I decided to do a little digging for you. I found a website called cattime.com, which breaks down what your cat's zodiac sign says about your cat. Let me summarize what it says about a Gemini cat. Gemini cats are chatty and charming creatures. They tend to win the affections of whoever's leg they rub against. Geminis are known as twins, so your cat might have some duality in its temperament. They can be joyful and manic and playful one minute, and then sullen and cranky the next. Despite a sometimes hard-to-handle personality, the magnetism of Gemini cats makes them so hard to resist. Holy shit. That site that is matching the cats, the musical characters to the zodiac sign is scary good. My favorite YouTube comments. You'll catch a trend here with Jenny Any Dots. Since she's the mom, even the comments are pretty wholesome. But here are my favorites. From Julia Whitmore. Julia, me, age 9, I want to be Victoria. Me, age 16, I would settle for Demeter. Me, 23, turns out I'm Jenny Any Dots. Hey, things could be worse, Julia. Live that mom life. From Lottie D. Cracker. Lottie D. Cracker says, I remember seeing this live. It felt like an acid trip. From White Trash. Great name. White Trash says, what kind of weird, psychotic human beings actually act in these places? Good question, and hopefully we're going to get some answers to that in a future episode. This one's super dark, but Shade Wild says, I think Jenny Any Dots is vegetarian, because if she isn't, she would want to eat those mice instead of teaching them. So in summary, why does Jenny Any Dots have my vote over Grizabella? I know I've harped on this a lot throughout the episode, but anyone who can get 10 cockroaches to tap dance a full number is an impressive human cat. Jenny is the motherly figure keeping the house in order, teaching all the scary creatures how to be productive and hopefully employed members of society. She cooks for the family and holds down the fort at night when everyone else is sleeping. Plus, I really enjoy the mid-song costume change and feel that that impressive feat deserves to be rewarded in some capacity. Overall, Jenny is loved by most of the cats, and the same can't be said for Grizabella. My quick counter-argument, Jenny's song isn't the best in the musical. It's a little bit of polarizing between the night and day sections, and it's hard to kind of remember. It doesn't stick. I never got it stuck in my head for the next week. Plus, she has to be dinged a little bit for sleeping all day and providing absolutely no value when the sun goes down. But overall, I'd rate Jenny on a scale of one to nine cat lives. I'm going to give her three cats. She'd only get a half a cat if it weren't for the impressive cockroach tap dance. Thanks for listening to episode two about Jenny Any Dots on The Wrong Cat Died, the podcast breakdown of the cat's catastrophe. To follow along, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Wrong Cat Died, or check out our website, TheWrongCatDied.com. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.